0: Okay, welcome back to another Moderator Prep Source review. My name is Thane Cole Morgan. This is gonna be for a d- upcoming discussion on the US economy, uh, whether it's headed for a soft or a hard landing. And then we might also talk about uh, the status of the dollar and uh, sort of its standing as a currency. But I'm quite excited about this. Uh, this will be with uh, Rob Murphy and Dean Baker. Um, and the set of source videos, I think, will be interesting because I'm going to cover uh, two sets of theorists. Uh, we'll have kind of like uh, right wing um, slash neoclassical theorists, and then more left wing Keynesian theorists. So we'll do two videos each covering both of those, and then the last video will be uh, not so much of theorists but of practitioners from investors that are actually uh, in the market and trying to make money, and it'll be kind of an assessment of what they're looking at. So I think you'll get a pretty full uh, viewpoint uh, heading into this debate if you watch all these videos. Um, so the first one's going to be on right-wing theorists. I have uh, some print materials here, and then I also to listen to uh, some podcasts. The links to all of these will be in the description. Uh, but I'll basically just try to sum up quickly the viewpoint of this side. So the first thing to say is that they really place an importance on the government's role specifically the government uh and and also the um the federal reserve so in their view a lot of what's happening is basically being dictated by the those decisions of those two actors and quite often what they're pointing out is the bad decisions that they see that have been made by those two actors so basically what they're saying or what they're talk what their sort of line of logic says is we've had uh Low interest rates now for about a decade after the 2008 uh, financial crisis. We also had uh, money printing in the form of QE happen over several rounds. Uh, Then we had uh, the COVID times, which brought on uh, a bunch of fiscal stimulus in the form of uh, stimulus checks, uh, PPE. And then finally, uh, most recently, we've had the CHIPS Act and the IRA. And so in the view of this side, this is all uh, really bad because it's going to create a whole bunch of malinvestment in the economy. Uh, The Fed has artificially lowered interest rates to where they wouldn't otherwise be, which makes uh, access to capital really easy and gives birth to all kinds of malinvestment and speculation and uh, debt loading that wouldn't otherwise be happening. And so when you do that as a central bank and then Uh, you know, they're basically pointing out that this is what has created both rampant asset price inflation, but also real inflation uh, in the form of, um, you know, the prices that we're seeing kind of when we go to buy stuff. Basically, what they're getting at is the Fed stepped in to stop this by raising interest rates. And when you do it that quickly, you're ultimately going to create a recession because all of those uh, bad investments and improper uses of debt, etc., are going to be exposed now and are, will not be tenable or sustainable under a new high interest rate situation. So uh, what they basically see is is just going from this period of ultra cheap money to now uh, regularly regular or higher priced money and so that just is gonna create an imbalance in the economy which ultimately manifests uh, in a recession and we're just trying to basically rebalance itself. Um, and so Their view at this point is really that we're definitely headed for a hard landing. It's just that it hasn't manifest yet. We're in a lag period between the time that the interest rates have gone up and the time that we actually see as a recession. Now, some of them do admit that they were expecting to see a recession a little earlier. And the reason why they say this probably hasn't happened yet is because of the CHIPS and IRA Act, which has acted as a giant fiscal stimulus over the last several quarters. Um, and, you know, one of their points is like, hey, actually, earlier on earlier quarters, we had two negative quarters uh, of economic growth. That is typically considered a recession, but we just recently got the effects of that stimulus. And so that's pushed us up um, just because of the amount of government spending, uh, which has reached r- really high levels. And so they're basically saying, like, we, we got a sort of temporary uh, put off of a recession that really already began a little while ago and so their expectation is that once that works through the system especially if interest rates have not been brought down again that we are ultimately going to head uh, for some sort of crisis uh, that will be caused by those higher interest rates uh, so then moving a little further down the line their ultimate picture is that what's going to happen <clears throat> is because what we're going to have this recession and because the united states government is funding uh, a lot of this stimulus with short-term interest rates and has to pay a really high interest rate and all of that, this is gonna force the Fed to have to lower interest rates and maybe even engage in quantitative easing or some sort of money printing regime again. And they see this as ultimately bringing back inflation in a pretty ugly way. So their point is like, hey, we haven't actually gotten down to the 2% mark yet. Uh, we're gonna hit a recession before we even come close to that. And that's going to cause the Fed to print. And now we're going to have more inflation up on the horizon. This ultimately is what leads to their pessimistic view of the dollar, because what they're saying here is uh, more money printing is inevitable. More inflation is inevitable. And ultimately, that means that uh, no one's going to want to hold dollars because they're rapidly losing value, which is what the definition of inflation is. So this is why they're rather negative on the, the viewpoint uh, that the dollar is gonna remain strong and even you know see it as potentially being threatened as the reserve currency of the world. Sometimes they'll also kind of mix in the uh, geopolitical happenings uh, to kind of come in with that negative view of the dollar that the United States is sort of pulling back or being challenged on a geopolitical scale. And so if you add the economic and the geopolitical together uh, and the sort of forcing functions that are uh, in there with the economy, you know, you you have sort of a negative outlook on uh, the future of the dollar. Um, So anyway, that's basically their view. We had low interest rates for a really long time, created a bunch of uh, malinvestment, uh, a lot of debt taking on high interest rates are going to uh, expose that and then also uh, make it so the uh, federal government can't continue its spending the way it needs to. So we'll get lower interest rates and then ultimately more inflation and a weakening and potentially challenged dollar. Um, so the one last thing that I wanted to point out is they have this graph and I'll put this up you know, on the full screen so everyone can see it right about now in the video. But what this graph shows, this is sort of the their reasoning for the lag. But the graph shows uh, the the federal funds rate, which is the interest rate that the Fed sets and the unemployment rate. And what they're pointing out is that for the last several sessions, what you end up having is this lag uh, between the interest rate and the unemployment rate. So if you look at the graph, what you'll notice is that interest rates are low for a long time, or for at least for a little while, they then get jacked up. And then there's this lag, if you look at the peak of the interest rate uh, to the sort of peak of you know, really where unemployment uh, rises and gets high. And so that's kind of what they're saying when it comes to this lag. Um, They're basically saying that it's a red herring that we still have um, low unemployment because oftentimes the high interest rate or the highest point of the interest rate is actually coinciding with the low unemployment rate. And so unemployment is just a lag uh, for the fact that that interest rate, uh, high interest rate creates. So I, I personally, I mean, I think that's a good point. You can kind of see it in the graph here over and over in the data. Um, so anyway, that's just one thing I think they're looking at very closely. Um, Okay, so that kind of wraps it up uh, for this one. I will do the left wing slash Keynesian theorists on the next video.